try and tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, episode 91, we in the building, you ain't know who it is, it's the host with the most, Be Breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. What's going on out there? Yeah, yeah. Before we get started, please follow us on all social media. This might not go out. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgoatgmail.com. Episode 91. How you doing this week, brother? I'm chilling. Episode 91 in the building, but I'm a little tired. Been working, you know. Learning how to wear many hats, but it's all good. It's Friday. Tomorrow, Call of Duty Day. So regardless of how the week ends, hopefully it ends on a good note. But if it doesn't, I'm coming home to shoot people and their children. So it's lit. <laughs> how about That's you? That's a fact. How you feeling? <laughs> That's good to hear, brother. Um, This week has been okay, you know. I, I came to a revelation, brother. Oh, shit. What is it? <sighs> Man, I'm a bad bitch fumbler. <laughs> Damn. What brought about this revelation? What happened? How'd you get there? I mean, I could have told you that, but still. Well, you know me for a long time. You've seen how many bad Johns that I fumbled. And just a lot of one bite the dust. You heard? Oh, I'm, accept- I'm, I'm, I'm accepting it. I'm embracing it now. You feel me? You're a better man than me. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you would have never been your bad bitch fumbler. Come on now, we always, we always, we always fumble something. You I'm know, from the back here or there. You know, it's a lesson learned. You feel me? Nah, I mean, if it make you feel better, bad drinks is overrated, bro. Exactly. That's my. You see, that's why. That's why you my guy. Because I was gonna go to this. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe God in life is telling me get me a medium ugly John. Uh, you can't say that. But whatever, this is gonna be one of those episodes. We're not supposed to say a lot of stuff, so it's fine. Carry on. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. We already have a whole episode when a girl admit of getting medium ugly dudes. I, you know that's what? Girl, I agree with that's, her. Those girls keep medium ugly guys around to maintain their egos. What's our excuse? She'll listen. <laughs> I think I feel like some of the medium, the medium Johns be as bad as the bad John because you know it's female pride is a powerful thing. And we're gonna get to that in our tax segment. But the reason why is there's a certain level. Now, with the prettier Johns, they never really had to accept any level of accountability because it can, it was always switching nigga season out with them. You feel me? Here's my thought process. Follow me along, slick. Follow me along. All right. With pretty girls, they always had everything handed to them. They never really had to fight and scrap for anything, per se. So once you start, you know, get into it, she don't really care. She can replace you with a be- with a, a, a better nigga with more money. Now, with the medium ugly jaunts, though, they got a little toughness to them. You feel me? They got a little grit, you know? <laughs> 
percent. Oh, I already hear this in my head. We about to get canceled. This is a complete B soliloquy. I'm just here to support you as you make the revolution. Or they got a little grit. You know, they got a little toughness. They, 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 they ready to fight for what y'all have. You feel me? They, they have. They know that. They have to accept some sort of level of accountability. They know they have to admit when they're sorry. They know they have to put in effort to make the successful relationship. Now, once a pretty girl who always getting offers, who's always having always having a nigga, niggers chasing after them, they don't really have any time to really work on themselves per se. I think a medium ugly John knows how to improve her characters and understands where she went wrong in certain situations and improve. I don't think pretty John's have enough time to even get to that caliber yet. That's why I'm sitting here saying a medium ugly John and I, a medium ugly John. I'm just using this term because that's what uh, Nicole, if you listen to listen to the episode news. So I'm not saying she has to be completely ugly, but a step below than a bad, a bad John. Uh, whatever medium, whatever ugliness is your it. scale. So don't cancel me when you hear this episode, okay? I already hear you about the your fingertips typing, baby girl. Stop it! I ain't call you ugly. You feel me? You all beautiful. I kiss you in your forehead. All right. <laughs> I think it's because you're using the word ugly. So you just mean not. What's the word I'm looking for? Like but then all, again, it's woman ego. So we can't even call if they're not top ten. Then what are we gonna call them mid? Yeah, average. <laughs> Okay, you see, that's not gonna work. <laughs> but listen, but it, it, I mean, you can call a guy average, and I'm not gonna cry about it. But I'm gonna say, nah, because I know how to fuck. So, because <laughs> I like, I mean, I'm just saying, if medium ugly still has the same negative connotation, if I woke up to a girl and I say, yo, you know what, you medium ugly, I'm getting punched in my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. So I'll be, mean, but we can't say medium though, because. Damn, we can't even say ugly because you know girls and their ego and pride. So what we gotta find a, a nice little uh political correct term. Um that's what I said. You can't say ugly. You just gotta say you gotta find you gotta find a late bloomer. There you go. Oh, you, mm, you hit the nail on the button right I there. Say, I mean I wasn't you gotta a get a late bloomer. Gotcha. Shout out to all my late bloomers out there. You feel me? The late bloomer, you know, they got personality, so it's not just look. If you always been pretty your whole life, then you know, jury's out on you. You might have, you know, you, you peaked early. Yeah, can't help you. Like you, like niggas is laughing at your jokes and your shit not even funny, mama. You feel me? <laughs> My late bloomer chicks had to really work on their personality because they didn't think they was gonna glow up. You feel me? That's <laughs> they really had to develop hobbies. They had to develop tricks. You feel me? Juggling and shit. <laughs> you know, you bad. You bad. Jones don't have to do none of that. That's true. I love a per- good personality, and you know, you know, you find when you, you find when we dress up. I love it. You find when we dress up. And then a pretty girl be having to be all dressed up all the time. Like, why you got all this expensive yeah. makeup and shit on? To give me a girl. Game? Give me a girl who looks ninety five percent homeless all the time, and then but that five percent killing you hoes. Od, you feel me? Od, <laughs> and that's light on the makeup. Don't even get her lashes done. You hear? You hear it here first from this might not go well. Bad, bad, bad. I, I'm, I'm trying to stop saying bad bitch, but bad Jones is overrated. Bad Jones is for the dudes with the money, with the money to blow. I'm sorry. 
Late bloomers, there's def- there's late def- bloomers yeah. is for the ones you want to grow with. You feel me? And and me joining in with the fuckery. Yes, the the, the bad johns. You there's a certain amount of money you need to have with the bad johns. You could probably anybody can clip a bad john, but to maintain a bad john, yeah, that's a that's a full time job. So yeah, we don't. Yes, because that maintenance is crazy. It's like it's like working at McDonald's but paying a car note for a Benz. Just not like why would I do that? That just, just it's not a good business or life decision. <laughs> I understand you wholeheartedly, brother. But you you want to? So you don't think you can get the, the the young lady that you fumbled? You don't think you can get it back? Clip. I mean, I could get it back because you know I'm a bad bitch myself. I see you only use bad bitch when you're talking about yourself. Fair enough. I'm not mad at that. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just doing that for entertainment. I mean, I can get it back. It's just that. I don't know, Slick. Matter of fact, fuck all this docky shit we got over here. We're gonna, we're gonna shoot the breeze. I think X told us we gotta shoot the breeze more, right? Let's go. Let's listen. Shout out to Failure to Report. I don't know. Yeah, shout out to Failure Report. They just released a new a new interview. Um he discussed a makeup with a black um makeup uh, black female makeup artist. So go check that out. You feel me? My boy's doing different things other than sports. So you shout out to X from Failure to Report. And I know you're listening, you know. Um, but yeah, it's like I don't know. I think me, me, you was discussing it this past a couple of days ago. I do. I the pride, pride and ego is a big thing in our culture. Maybe I can. I don't want to put it mostly on black folks because I feel like every time we talk, we mostly put everything on black folks. And I think ego and pride works on all genders. But I'm black. I don't have experience with mostly black stuff, so I only see stuff from all around our way. So hopefully, you know. I don't want to continue putting shit on black folks, but I think pride and, and ego is a big thing in our in our society, man. That is. I think that we uh we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in relationships and anything we do, but I think especially in relationships, you think that somebody not wanting you is truly a reflection on your value as a person. So I think that's and why you I, never and and in in this in this generation, you never want to have you never want to let the other person have a one up on you. It's like you always want the last word in type of situation. And it's kind of like, damn. And that can stop you from a whole vibe because of that. Not me, nigga. I don't be giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, Slick, come on now. You know you had situations where you was like, Ugh, I, I let my pride get away in front of that. Oh, back in the day, of course. Of course. Well, actually, no. I ain't going front. This might not go well. When it comes to dating, that's when my pride is probably the weakest. <laughs> mm. do, do, if you don't mind being a little transparent, my brother. That's fine. Uh, I just think when I'm dating, like, single and dating, like, and even in a relationship, it's like, I have no problem admitting I'm wrong if I'm wrong. You feel me? Mm. And if the other person's wrong, I, and I don't want to say okay, but I have the patience and, you know, the wherewithal to try to, you know, express myself and try to meet you where you're at, but also I'm going to give you opportunities so we can kind of see what it is. I think because that thing about pride and like a failed relationship, like I used to take it hard when people I break up with it, shorty, or shorty break up with me, because it's like, yo, dang, what was wrong with me? You know, type shit. And, yeah. But as you get older, it's kind of like, yo, if you like something, and, and, and I'm, I'm back to, like, I used to take that, have that feeling, right? And it's like, you try to be, Wear fifty million hats for these different women you dating or whoever your your partner is at the time, that's draining. And at a point, it's just like, yo, if I like you and I want you and we vibing, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Like I've been on dates with women 
And I've been like, yo, well, if I like you, like, this is what I can see. I'll tell you where I see it going. If we're just going to have sex or it's just like an intimate thing, I'll say that. If I really like you and I really want to see it go somewhere, I'll really say that. You feel me? It's not a matter yeah. of like, I don't mind double texting if I like you. I also don't mind, you know, not talking for days. Like, it's like, it's, it's fine. You feel me? But, but I don't take that. You have to be really out here wilding to, for me to really get in my pride back. Like, you're not hitting me back. Or you like, you know, leaving me on red and shit. Like, so, so, so if you was texting her and she stopped texting you, but you see her active on IG, I do the what's same. Your I do the same shit. Like, I, and it's like, we're so. Social media is almost like a second mind or a second home for some of us. Not in the sense of like, you just unwilling, like you will not respond to a text message or a phone call, but you'll just be on that shit, right? And like, Young Law might have taken it as a slight, but after I figure out, like, people just be on their phones and don't be looking at their shit, or, you know, they've just deep compressed them from looking at that shit. It's okay. Cause I know if I see you, if I link you, or if you see me out, if I if I'm on that medium, you gonna hit my phone, and I'm you know when we gonna continue the conversation or have a new conversation. It is what it is. Like I allow people to show me who they are. I guess that's what it is. And I feel like okay. I feel like so digitally it's tough because people don't text, people are distracted. There's a lot of distractions and shit on there. So I'm gonna try to link you. Like all right, let's link, let's hang out. Let's because if we hang out, and we have fun. But you a shitty texter. That's fine. I know where I link you. Oh yeah, because I because I yeah. I do the thing when I mentally reply in my head. Yeah, yeah to, <laughs> the text message and don't actually reply. I'm to the point in life where I will respond to you or type it, forget I sent it, then send it, and then forget I respond. And be like, oh shit, I did told you. And it's like, oh shit, that's just where we're at. <laughs> you feel me? Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's not. It's not. They don't hold that much weight. Like I think you know what it is too. You get to a point where you hope somebody you feel you feeling somebody you hope they feeling you the same way. But at the same point, it's like, all right, well, you got you get here on your own time, Mom. I can't tell you when to like me or when to actually take me serious, and vice versa. You can't tell me when to like you and really take you serious because everybody's on their own journey type shit. So it's cool to kind of say like that. I, I throw that pride to the side because like sometimes people is just there for a lesson or a moment. It was some fun shit or some tough shit, and you go through it, you know. Oh yeah, but I think with this, I think with social media, when you put in social media, sometimes the horror story. I, I think I figured out the crew, um, the one of the keys of why we're in this vicious dating cycle. Um, I think it's because we see all the horror stories. Because I don't know, you you know, you don't watch TikTok that much, but you remember there was like a certain a trend where, like, individuals were sharing like the worst dating story ever. Mm-hmm. You hear about a couple people getting beat up by 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 the dude and his gr- and his side chick, or he cheated and got this, or you know she cheated and was on the phone with her nigga. You hear all these horror stories, and I think that kind of plagues a lot of people when it comes to dating because not everybody just wants a, a one have a one up just in case. So hey, you don't make me look stupid out here. Hey, I always had something in the in the bag instead of leading with vulnerability and transparency yeah but that's just part of it again because everybody hurt <laughs> everybody was dealing with some kind of pain and you know they 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 trying to turn that pain into profit you, you know you tell these stories you put it out you get trending or you try to jump on a trend or a wave or like you know you want that protection pack at the end they don't protect you because you still hurt hurt other people not gonna make you feel better yeah, I feel, hurt people I, hurt people yeah i feel like shit 
I'll be vulnerable and tell you what it is. You can either rock with it or move, be on your way. Like, I'm going to still fuck with you mm-hmm. as a person. If I if I fuck with you as a person before, I'm going to fuck with you as a person. That might take a little bit of time or our relationship might change. I think that's where a lot of people get it fucked up where things, like, happen and you kind of pull away. And it's like, damn, you don't fuck with me no more? Oh, shit, no, I still want that. I was wilding. Or, you know, it was nothing better than back in the day where you were trying to mack with a John. And then, you know, it, she wasn't on your type of time. You was on her type of time. And then now some shit, y'all done been through life and mature. Like, oh, that person was great as fuck. And now you try to get it back. And now they're a different person and they don't fuck with it or you don't, or vice versa. Like that shit. Oh, yeah. That's the tales of the age of time. Cause sometimes just time and, and shit don't sync up at the right moment. But that's just how it goes. It's the nature of the game. That's why I say it's okay. And, I, I'm, and then speaking of the game, cause we had this conversation a couple of days ago about the game. Now, I understand. I'm not going to ask you to reiterate what you talked about as far as the game situation, but why is it the game? Like, not to be on no philosophical shit or anything like that, but why does it have to be the game? Well, we grew up with it. Especially with dating. Like, why? We grew up with it as the game. It was how many girls can I bag? You feel me? How Remember the wood? How many numbers you got? You feel me? Yeah. But what happened? Like, even in those, those subtle instances, when he got Alicia number... It's like this worth ten of these other girls because that's a genuine connection. You feel me? I think a lot of times it's like it's like the shiny car um theory. Like you see a shiny car, or a shiny object, you want that object, even though the less imperfect stone might be what you need. You feel me? Or the less imperfect, like you need a Honda Civic, but you want a Benzo. Now you're struggling to make payments, insurance kicking your ass, you know, gas and mm-hmm. you feel me? Like you want the appeal of it or to be able to say, yo, yeah, I fucked 25, 30 girls or you know, yeah, yeah, my niggas fly me out around all the time. Da, da, da. Yeah, do, he bought but, me. He bought me the TFA yeah, and but, all that uh, good stuff. But do you like him? Do you mm. like her? Nobody asks you those have a questions. General connection. Yeah, it's like it's like either codependency or like you know, I we're in a beneficial relationship. This person yes. provides for what you feel me. So I think, that and also what type of connection you have. That's what a lot of times I feel like, especially when we were younger. Especially looking back in my past and stuff in other people's past, what type of connection you had with that person? Because a lot of people say they really like that person, but it was mostly a sexual connection. It was lust. Oh, you didn't generally like that person in, in the way of, I want to be with this person forever. And then sometimes you had it. And then did that person share the same connection with you? So it's always good to identify what sort of connection you have with the person so you can know how to operate. Because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to identify connection with people. So they don't really know how to operate. And then when you both operate on two different frequencies, that's when obstacles arrive. Oh, for sure. I don't even even go back to your initial about lust. I don't think it's always just lust. I think is that a lot of times you're drawn to people who emulate something that you feel like you're missing mm. you feel me it's like girls want the bad boy and it's sometimes it's like i'm trying to get like like you feel philosophical and all that other shit but like sometimes they want the bad boy because it's like yo i i grew up stable you know i want a little edge in my life i don't feel like i have edge so i'm gonna go get edge from him Granted, that edge is fucking you up fucking up your life <laughs> or it, sometimes it works out but it's like you know you're not, yeah at the same point or like you know you want that the the nar that I saw this earlier it's like the narcissist right the person that's you know all about them they make things about them but a lot of people that's attractive because it's like yo damn if I'm if I don't have confidence I can get confidence from my partner not realizing that narcissism is just another is another you know fear tactic mentally that's happening you're basically just trying to make yourself the thing so you can don't have to look at your flaws you know 
So exactly, it, it's it's really intriguing. So lust plays a role, self value and self worth plays a role. Uh, peer pressure and society plays a role because you remember, remember the when we was on the exotics. First it was the oh, I need a foreign, I need an exotic. Oh, now I need a light skin, John. Mm-hmm. Oh no, now I need a natural brown skin, John. I need a curly head, John. Curly head, John. Like you know, oh, I need a scammer. I need a bad boy. I need a you know, I need a I need a boy, a guy with good hair, light skin. You feel me? It's all of these different things, and it, it comes from so many different eras. Whether you take it all the way back to slavery, take it back to the broken household, take it back to the you know uh, self worth, like you, Sidney Poitier. Think about the documentary, like you know he had what Diane Carroll was it Diane Carroll was that who was uh, his side uh, was? I don't know. I forget. He had a it was a famous actress. He was trying to be what they said it was tough. He went and got him a white girl, you know, because it's like I can't be in public with this black woman. Like it's not gonna be taken seriously, type shit. You know, like it's always so That's much, so, so much, but it's always, but you got to think about it as it's, it's society's layers. So it's always so many layers into how you go through a thing that it's hard to find authentic, a person that you want to have an authentic relationship. With. And at times, even when you want to do that, like they're so caught up in what they're going on in their life or where they feel like they should be at or what they're trying to do. That, that's how you hurt. You end up hurting people even more, you know, and then now that, like I said, you go through that cycle where. Later on down the road, you know, oh, I'm trying to get back with you. Like, I realized I fucked up. Yeah, you did, but I'm not that person no more. You feel me? Oh, I can't give you that power. You know, you, now you got fear. Now you got pride. Now you got, you know, you don't know what people go through when you make choices. But in terms of being like a baddie fumbler, I don't think that you are. And this is me being real. I don't think you're a baddie fumbler. I just think you're not pursuing. You're not being allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're not pursuing the clout, the caliber of woman that you need that's going to push you ahead. I think that's the realest thing. I think in relationships yeah. as partners, you should be looking for somebody that's going to push you ahead. You get, you I, get, I get where you're coming from, and maybe there is some truth to that. I, I'm i just saying, I'm more, ah, uh, man, I don't know where to tackle this. Attack it, be honest. This. They want us to be real. We say, what, 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 what's that? We need, hey, we had a whole docket over here. We still a whole docket. We might, well, I guess we do. I give him a little toxic. He might, you know, we could scrap some shit and save it for an, an extra episode. You know, this, this shit won't be old for next week, but we're going to get to it. We're going to speed through it. Um, as far as me being, and I just said that just over just over the course of the years of us knowing each other, there's been some there've been some Johns that, you know, I fumbled not and it hasn't been fumbled just off of me. I I admit that I fumbled a couple by my mistakes. I'm will enough to understand that some of them was just due to circumstances. Like remember that one joining. I was that wasn't me. That was just the circ- the situation was, I was, was in. It was, it was a business. Couldn't it was, allow that yeah. situation to flourish the way that I wanted to flourish. You feel me? Yeah. And it's kind of like time separated. It. So there's been multiple factors of why certain stuff fumbled. But I don't know with me, man. Maybe it, you know what? Now nah, this is gonna sound crazy, but maybe it's because I possibly have too many homegirls. Mm, that's interesting. Say more. And 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 we and we keep it real with one another. Platonic, by the way, before before women think I'm just trying I don't I don't be messing with my female friends like that. I'm gonna say Brian just said he don't have no hoes. I mean, come on, keep going though. <laughs> and maybe because I hear all the crazy stuff that they be doing, maybe I might possibly be scared. Hmm. I'm not saying fear plays a role in it. You yeah, because person. I think we was having a conversation. It's like, yo, you you fear to be used. Like, I don't have no problem being used, as long as I'm aware and I understand what I'm being used for. 
Use me because I consent to it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me consent to being used. Because that's how, that's how I feel like with rich niggas. Rich niggas don't care they being used for their bread. As long as they get in, as long as they get in possibly an even trade-off, you know, I think, I think they're generally okay. They understand the situation. They're not blind. But it's like when you're trying to lead with pure intentions and then you get used, yeah. that's that's where the fear kicks in and you're just like, oh, hold on. Cause I'm definitely not the type of person to always have trying to have a one up on person. I'm just not, I, I can't, I can't really be talking to multiple girls like I used to in the past. I can't really do all that young nigga shit. I get tired and I get, and I can't keep up with that many conversations in a day. And not necessarily, I'm saying I'm dating with it with in, intentions. Like, yes, I do want the whole, you know, marriage thing and all that good stuff, bomb, bomb. But I do understand that not everybody who I talk to in that light might be, uh, what, what, what I would say, might be, that would lead up to that way. And it's okay. I'm old enough to understand that. So we'll develop the bond first and then see if our, atten- our intentions are mutual to go to that path. But I just think, which is possibly... Just the environment that I'm in can be it can it can make make me do some bad choices. Yeah, I, you know I think let's be let, let me be honest. Most times, most times, not even most times. If you're really rocking with somebody, like there are red flags. You can t- or you can not say there are red flags. But you can tell a red when a red flag is popping up. Where there's something like all right, this person is not being as open honest or sometimes you have your your joints you feel me but i think the biggest fear that we all have is that like when those red flags pop up I, you're like i really hope you're not the person that this incident is making you out to be because that's the biggest thing you don't want to wake up like you really are who i thought you were when shit was going bad you feel me because we always run into our negative bag when we get into the negativity and the bad shit but i think like i said you said with the homegirls you seeing how this thing's moving I I when I was single and then you know listen looking at my own girls and what they was going through I you know I didn't hold that I guess it might have been naive of me too but I mean like I said I'm I guess I never really said it here but I am kind of I used to be very naive about people and their intentions and whatnot and it's like you hear certain things and it's like damn that's cold blooded but I then I would hear what dudes was doing to them and I was like ah oh, shit this is how the game go it, it's it's scary because I feel like again a lot of times people go into Situations with one thing on their mind, like, oh, I'm gonna kill, you know, I'm gonna clap that, or yeah, he's gonna be what, and they're never on the same page, and that's how those things happen. So, I only I think, like, for you, like I said, like, bro, you'll catch, you got money, light skin, you tall, yeah, hype me up. No, 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 you was hyping me up a couple of days ago, hype me up on the, on the public platform, hype me up. <laughs> if I did that, I lose my lore, so I'm sorry, I can't do all of that, but like I said. <laughs> I just feel like I'll be telling you offline, like I'll be telling you in here. When then I make fun of you because you know when they say you hate women, that's like the funniest shit of, of my day. Anytime we do this shit, but bro, you don't. You just, mind you, you genu- mind you, I'm I'm a whole counselor out here for y'all, hoping y'all breaking guy code for y'all yeah. over here. Yeah. Mind you, y'all do not listen at all. I tell you that right now, <laughs> and, and I know I know some of my homegirls are listening. Y'all do not listen. Y'all are for to the face type of individuals over here but nah I think that oh, snap, what's this? I think that you just have to like put yourself out there like and it's like it is fearful it definitely pride is definitely involved because like I said nobody wants to be played nobody wants to be 
The nigga that ended up on the memes like, oh, you fucking my girl? Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody wants to end up on that. What? <laughs> you feel you, me? You ain't seen that shit. Like, like nobody yo, wants to have some. I never want to be chasing down a Jones phone and being like, a nigga hit me with that. I ain't going to hold you. For... <laughs> a nigga hit me with a picture of my girl sucking his dick. I don't... Okay, wait, we got to give context because. Yeah, it's a wild state. Give, give context. Yeah, so give essentially, context essentially there, there was a, a moment in time where, like, on the internet, they were basically like, Girls was going on vacation and just being completely complete floozies. We'll use the I'll use a nice word, even though I've been cursing collapse. A, a, a Jezebel. Yeah, it is a floozy. And you know, they was they was having a sex with other well, dudes who are not their partner and coming home and lying about it. And the dudes was taking pictures of them, you know. She was basically exposing them, right? And just like, yo, bro, like you don't want to deal with that. Like you don't want that stress. You don't want that fear. And I think that on both ends, because now I think about it. I I'm, this might not go well. Sorry, Grandpa. I feel like our grandparents wasn't shit neither. But oh, oh, what? but you know what it was? There there were no there was no direct contact with like Shorty had to write a letter to your house <laughs> to tell your yes. wife about you, about what she was doing. You feel me? You went nine, ten, twelve hours of the day without seeing your partner. So who knows what the hell was going on? <laughs> Nowadays now, now you gotta share your location now. <laughs> Funny. Boy, so it's just one of those things where you just kind of like it, it, it's it's a real fear factor in terms of like you know what things is hitting for. So we really just want to you know we having this conversation in terms about like what you went through, but it's also like just in general like yo, I feel like and, you don't, and you for don't the viewers, know. for the viewers or the listeners, it wasn't nothing too crazy. It, wasn't, just, no, it was no, just no, a, not, a revelation I had off of just yeah, accumulation yeah. of experience. The past what is not nothing crazy. I'm not in my bag. You don't hear me playing Connect. Connect is not on. And by Connect, I mean Drake Connect song. That ain't going to be my song of the week. I ain't You Got It Bad in the Rain type shit. Yeah, no, no. Put that clarity out there. You know what it is? I think, all right. I think that as we're in that, it's weird. I was having this conversation with one of my OGs. And he was just saying, like, you know, our generation of men doesn't really understand their manhood until they're like 30. And being in that bracket now, it's like you really look at situations and you look at how you interact and entertain. It's like, oh shit, damn, I could have had you, should have had you, almost had you. What happened? Yeah. Maybe I just and, I, the- and, that's, and that was the main part of being a bad bitch fumble. So just like yo, and I think once you accept that some shit just don't work out too, it allows you to be more vulnerable. He's like, all right, I don't go into this shit with no expectation. This shit might go past a, our conversation. I remember dating and be like, all right, if I never sold to this girl again, I had a fun night. You had a fun night. We vibed, and those are some oh, of the yeah. and those are some of the ones that hung around the longest. The ones I had expectations for. Those just fizzled out mad quick. <laughs> that's a, no, that's a that's a dead fact right there. Because there's been some ones that I'm like, yeah. Now you ever you ever talk to a chick? You be like, yeah, I can really see myself marrying this chick. Mind you, that should be the quickest and. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck was I thinking? But then the one that you did, you was putting off to the side. You end up spending a year or two with her. You're like, I really wasn't expecting you to be here this long, type shit. Oh, dear. Like, you was here this whole time? Look at you. Look at us. <laughs> he just got to look. <laughs> he got to be on something like, look at us. Hmm. So, we made it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's really just the deal of it. And I just think everybody needs to stop taking. Like when shit don't work out, stop taking that shit. So I guess that's easier said than done. But I think like if you really just put yourself in a position to be reflective and introspective, and just kind of like, all right, bet 
I can grow from this. And it doesn't have to be into another relationship. It could be like as a person. Like I had fun. What did I like about what we did? What didn't I like? What you know? Develop your preferences more outside of the physical. Because it's like physical gonna draw you in, but then it's like it's like a car. A car could look nice, but then and, but as soon as you get inside that motherfucker and it's all of excess buttons, you're like, I don't need all this. This don't work. That's not saying the baddie gonna throw it at you, don't take it. I mean you gonna be stupid, but <laughs> also be aware, like, you know, what depth do you want? Is it a baddie with depth or is it just like, you know, you're nice on the outside, rotten on the inside. And like I said, if you fumbling. Uh, that's a great conversation. You know, gave you a little 30 minutes of, you feel me, some therapy, you know. I hope y'all like it. <laughs> you feel me? I don't give uh, a let fuck us know, if they let like us know it. They come, to the, they come to the podcast, for us the pod, we just pod it. They'll be okay. Yeah, that's a fact because you know sometimes y'all be complaining. Oh, y'all be too toxic. Oh, y'all be hating women. Y'all be to- hey, we just had a transparency moment with y'all and all that good stuff. Y'all better run them numbers up on that snippet. That's a fact. Bitches. All right, let's get down to what happened this week. All right, first and and we gotta send our condolences to Leslie Jordan. R.I.P. My good sir. Oh man. Um if you don't know who Leslie Jordan is, he is an actor and he mostly he been in a lot of things but over the pandemic he was like the joy of the internet with some of his reactions and some of his videos that he was making during the pandemic. If you want to play the video slick. I got you. I said, <laughs> Carter Beast new song, WAP, WAP, W-A-P, that's an acronym. Oh, oh, uh-uh, oh, Lord, no, 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 I can't believe it. Well, that is just shocking. Oh, my God, they some whores in his house, they some whores. Well, that's just, oh, my Lord, I guess, well, I don't judge. To each his own, I guess they were... Garbage can has its lid, but oh, <laughs> garbage can has its lid. Ah, fuck with him. I mean, a great guy, great, great energy. You know, a lot of people sending him. You know, talk about his the favorite moments of him. You know, R.I.P. to you, homie. Big facts, big facts. All right, man. You know, you already know what it is. I feel like every week we got something new to talk about about this individual now. And he's been getting dropped like a hot potato against all his company. Slick, defend your man, Kanye West. He just separated himself. <laughs> Ye had to separate ties from Kanye. I'm about to say, what he do again? Oh, man. He's been getting dropped from Adidas, Gap. TJ Maxx, I didn't even know they had Yeezy clothes in TJ Maxx. Um, Stem, a product that he was promoting his album on, Donda, he got dropped off. Um, you know, you had Aaron Donald, Jalen Brown lead Donda Sports. I didn't even know Donda Sports president was Antonio Brown. Who decided to put those two individuals together? They was hanging out. Well, yeah, I'm actually... Uh, I've been paying attention to this whole thing happening. Uh, I don't want to take this first. This is definitely going to be introspective because there's so many different routes that you could take it in. I could do the the popular narrative of Kanye's walling out and you know hate speech is not okay and it's not. I could do that. Don't, don't tell me you're going to take the route of oh my god you don't see the big business move. I Kanye, could, is I could doing. do that too even though I don't agree with it. 
But I do think that this I don't think he felt to this extent But I told you What I say two weeks ago He's trying to get these to drop him He's going to say as much crazy shit as possible For them to drop him I want to take talk about it From the lens of Society And the reaction And whether what he said was Right I think it's one of those instances of Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on hold No, I'm going to do it I don't care Hey, 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 that's one thing you don't touch in America. You, you don't, you don't, you don't question, you don't question my people from you know Church Avenue. You feel me? You don't well, question. It's those not people. about. It's not about questioning them, and I think that this is the part, right? And I'm not coming at it from an aggressive stance. I'm not defending what Kanye West said. I'm defending the point that he's trying. I, 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 might not I go well. I was not might not go well, but I said that from earlier. Kanye West is. Actively one of the biggest Narcissist Outspoken assholes Of In media of all time For a black person Musically we already know we can attest to his What he's created right I'm not going to throw the genes word out there But he's created some of the most timeless stuff for us Modernly right But he seems to be On a vendetta And whenever he feels like He has a problem with something he goes too far we can agree to that right yeah in this case the point that he was trying to make versus the route that he took trying to make it is what is leading to this gigantic disconnect mm. and i've like had this conversation i've heard different points of view i've had time to really kind of think about this right he has spoken about his Jealousy towards the Jewish community For what they've been able to establish He's called Into question Why black people can't have this And I think that He has also kind of shown In his own again asshole Narcissistic way That he wasn't Necessarily If he doesn't want to touch He wasn't necessarily incorrect With his Claims about how The control and power that reside Within the Jewish community because Immediately once he said what he said He lost 1.7 billion dollars went from like A 2 billion dollar valuation to a 400 Million dollar valuation right <laughs> Hold on Still, he still on, that, that hurt that just hurt and, but so You went for 2 bill you wanna, and but, you went up. but if you want to laugh He's still better off than most niggas <laughs> Right then we take that. He's already been stripped of his money, his company. He's lost everything, right? So in his place, of, again, not again. We don't condone hate speech, but his and his misguidedness of trying to address the inequities of the way the treatment of black people versus Jewish people. He fully, by probably not the way he imagined, illustrated that that gap. No pun intended. Empower. Amongst communities Right And To say That Certain elements of what he was saying Are wrong Because again we live in a uh, a clip clickbait society So you're going to get the bad before you get to see the whole thing Again it's not justifying what he's saying But the idea behind it Like we're not going to play clips of him You know shitting on Jewish people But even the idea that Calling into question Jewish, the Jewish community is anti-Semitic or going against them. I think that in itself 
is reflective of an I don't want to say an issue, but for lack of better words, I will because you can't even call out particular controversies without being called hate speech, anti Semitic, and some of the things that he says. Oh, oh but let me, let me, let me I, I'm get to your point real quick because I saw this, I heard this on Brilliant Idiot. Shout out to Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne. I think, and Chris Monroe, who is the producer of that show, said it like this with what's going on with the economy and his comments, even though it wasn't as crazy as compared to like what Hitler said about them or anything like that in the past. But there's a fear from them because they're kind of comparing his speech to what Hitler did in a sense of creating a media creating narrative a, around him. Yeah. Yeah. Creating a uh, animosity towards these people by you acknowledging their wealth and they get blamed. And then this, and especially with the economy that we are in, then it might not be him that really takes us off, but it could be someone in the future. And then it could possibly lead to a lot of Holocaust even though there was different, if you know your history, there was different things that happened. The reason th- why euthanasia was happening in the U.S. as well. Euthan- yeah, and then also Germany. You know, they bombarded Germany with a lot of stuff from World War One. There was already put them in, in a bad position. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. And again, I'm not saying what Kanye said was wrong. I'm saying he was trying to make a point that would way left in typical Kanye West fashion. Now. Again, I'm not on that master plan wave. Again, I'm saying Kanye is wrong. But I'm also, in this sense, Kanye went on national television and said slavery was a choice. His album sales continued to pump. He ascended to billionaire status. And nothing happened, right? But Mm -hmm. now... He calls out a different group of people and they get him out the paint. And it shows the coalescence of power you know, in the media, in the companies, right? Yeah. And I just think it's unfortunate, one, that, you know, anybody has to feel that feeling of, like, oh, somebody's coming at us, somebody's taking shots, this, that, and the third. This powerful figure is drumming up old uh, thoughts, you know? But to that point, as a black man in America, it is a tough pill to swallow when I see my people getting shot every day and we complain and we march and everybody's an ally, but nobody wants to pull money from certain things, you know? And I think it it goes, and I think it goes to, again, not in a hate speech way, but the point I'm assuming he was trying to make about his jealousy and admiration for what the Jewish community has built because black people don't have that. And it was just delivered in such a way where it's like it's so venomous and disgusting that you can't support what he's saying verbatim, but you could kind of see where why he felt the way he felt, if that makes sense. Oh, of course. And of I think course. that's and a, I completely agree with your with your with your standpoint. It's just I I, I rather uh, and I see a lot of people tweeting, hey, y'all didn't do nothing when he said slavery was a choice and everything. They but couldn't. this is something that if you're black in America, you should know already. Like our, so why can't we you do s- not have we we if we was collective, we would have more power. But we under we should know that we're separated. So two points. Why can't that be acknowledged without fear of cancellation? Again, again, he like I said, he said it wrong. 
Why can't that? And also, he he's comparing us to the thing about it is right message, wrong messenger. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I agree with that. But the point of the matter is that anytime a famous person, we don't dare say anything about the Jewish community, and it's like it's not, it's not. There's no slight. There's no hate towards them. Like I'm happy for what they were able to build, but it's also a matter of fact. As you look at socioeconomic groups or groups of people that have been in similar circumstances that were not granted, and I think again, it's tough as a black man. Like I can totally write off Kanye West for saying some fuck shit, right? But it's tough as a black man to know that yeah he's trying to acknowledge that we don't have shit and he could have just said that black people don't have shit compared to the Jewish Basically. compared to the Asian compared to you know we have never been allowed to establish this. every time we had a, an opportunity or some a spokesperson or somebody trying to unite us and rise up we were further and further divided you know and I think that's a tough pill to swallow and you tell and I'm like Kanye West was claimed pro the self proclaimed and numbers might have even supported it was one of the richest three richest black men in America. They took that shit away from him. And it's like, yo, you fucked your shit up. But it also goes to show you, even if you in the bins, you still a nigga in a coop. Get back mm-hmm. in line. So it's not about disrespecting that community, but and again, I probably do sound like a Kanye saying, I'm not trying. I'm trying to say this in the best possible <laughs> way. I understand what you're you You feel me? Like, it's not about, you know, to me, anti semitism He said the wrong shit. I get it. This is like, this goes beyond canceling. Because when we've seen, we've had people storm the way. And this doesn't, again, this is like, in general, societal observations. We've had people storm the Capitol and be acquitted. We've had People take out PPP loans during a pandemic and get that shit wiped away. We've seen black boys no older than the eighth grade getting gunned down in the street for wearing a hoodie or wanting to buy in Arizona and some Skittles. Laws don't change. Things don't change. People don't change. Things The system doesn't change. And it just kind of calls into that morality standpoint that like, yo, money and power influence run the world. It's not righteousness. You know? Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's what I took away from it. I don't give a fuck about what Kanye... I don't give a fuck about Kanye West. He said some hurtful shit. That happened. He's out the paint. Y'all, we removed him. He's done, right? Why That doesn't happen to people that don't look like Kanye West. So mm-hmm. we're really going to have that standard of hate speech. Because say what you want. If I'm called a nigga by somebody that's not black and then black person, I still might get a little offended. But if I'm called a nigga by somebody that's not black, is that not hate speech? But because my people have no power and influence, it is invalidated. There was a clip circulating. I don't remember the man's name. I'm not going to even try to speculate what it was. But he's a very powerful in the music industry. And he was having an interview with Charlamagne. He's somebody that's called for Kanye West cancellation, right? But when asked by Charlamagne, hey, you know, if you feel like oh Leon Cohen, no, nah, it was somebody else. It was somebody. Else. It wasn't Cohen. Oh. I know who Leon Cohen is, but he was basically said acts like yo, is it not hypocritical that you can call out? I forgot. I don't know if it was about Kanye. But he, it was not hypocritical for you to call out black people for violence and drugs and shit, but you run these music companies that push that agenda and that propaganda. He's like, I got to feed my kids. That's Leon Cohen. That, that was, was Leon the interview. Cohen? You sure? 
I feel yeah. like I feel like I know who Leo is, but I'll check. Uh, I'll take your word for it. But just in that instance, it's like, damn, you feel me? I'm a commodity to you. I'm still, a, I'm still a slave. <laughs> you feel me? I can push this billion dollar agenda, but God forbid I be protected. But then one of mine ascends to your ranks and thinks he has the same civil liberties to say and push his agenda. And again, we're not agreeing with his agenda, but he's doing it. Like he wasn't canceled for saying slavery was a choice. He wasn't canceled for making a, a mockery of our electoral system, right? When he tried to run for president, right? He tried to capitalize off that. Yeah. But he calls and improperly calls into question, you know, or calls into brings to public light, like you know, hey, your people are doing these great things. I wish my people could do that. And again, he doesn't say it that eloquently, if eloquent at all. He definitely says it in a way that is fearful and triggering. But saying slavery, indentured servitude, being ripped from your country and forced to come and travel by boat, four hundred years of slavery, both situations is fucked up. One pre- one group of people were able to build community. One group of people was still struggling four hundred years later. But one thing, this so, I appreciate this, and I, I definitely agree with you. But once we get into that talk, when we get to that topic, there's so many factors that come in to, because we live in a in an economic society where someone has to be on a downfall. You do. But I, no matter what it is, someone has to be on a downfall. Now, but granted, think about this: think us black folks ha- was made that way for a long time, and that's the reason why they wasn't allowed to get up. But do you realize and, that and when it, you go against that? Happened? Do you realize that when you go against that, you're called names like communists, anti, like you feel me? Like yeah, but, and that's that's a tactic. But if you say like but, yo, that shit doesn't work, or like yo, y'all got something, we did it. Is that not? Does it not call us to question the hypocrisy of our nation? We've been we've been jacking this nation been bullshit since they, since since the Constitution was made. And all I'm like, and I'm just saying, we absolutely have. I'm just saying, like I said, with the Kanye West, he said the wrong shit, and we understand that, and we acknowledge it. And we are sorry for anybody that feels hurt by that. I'm just no, saying. No, like, I'm upset with Kanye is because he sat there and really he. And once I, I don't want to keep Dick riding Charlemagne, but he said it correctly. You say here, you're not a thinker. He's not. He's not as a great thinker as everybody think he is. He's. Oh, no he's basically, he's, a great he's basically reiterating what he's hearing from Candace Owen and his team and her team and those people on that side. He's not coming up with these general. Oh my God, he is basically being force fed and trying to feed us these agendas and and you and it's crazy because it's like yo Kanye we talk about slavery as a choice but you're over here not making the active choice to really really believe in what you're in, in talking about and you over here following behind Candace Owen not to blame her completely because he's his own man at the end of the day but you're destroying everything that you have built and the and the stance that you're standing on is not even a stance that you truly believe in. That's fair. Like I said, I'm I'm not here to focus on what he said. I just think that the idea of it, or like the way it's like they the point was proven. <laughs> you still a nigga in a coop. They took every, and it's like you did it to yourself. 
but it's also like you know who you were dealing with. But in the reaction, we've seen how the system works. We have no power. We have no say. So that's why we should focus on getting that power instead of who's who's eating first on the table: your husband, your partner, or your but, kids. You I mean, know, even in that respect, it's like you said: there's somebody that has to be on the bottom. We're to mind like off the top of my head, we're one of the only groups who aren't allowed to have to build that sense of community. We aren't given business loans. We aren't approved to buy things. That you know, there's a lot of things like you walk. If you go through Queens, Hillside Avenue is is very Asian Indian influence. Like they're allowed to have that community. The uh, mm-hmm. you know you go to they even Astoria, got their, their, their streets named by a certain yeah. You go to a story. You, go, you know community. the Latin American community is able to establish that community. They're able to get money and bring in businesses to do those things. And the black community, we like, and you can say it's about not working hard. It's not about whatever. But it's like regardless, resources are not readily made available or taught. You know, in that circumstance, you're not really seeing that. That's that's like he, he's he. I'm not gonna call him a martyr. He did it to himself. Like you feel me? He definitely he 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 sacked himself. So it's like again, we apologize anybody that felt pain based on what he said. But it does paint the picture of what it truly is to be black in America, right or wrong. You feel me? They get they get rid of you the quick the quickness. So so okay now if. Now, now, if we replace Kanye West with someone else, do you think the actions still justified by removing everything he's a part of or canceling things that he's a part of? We did it before with Nick Cannon. He had to apologize, remember? Oh, yeah, but he still... He came back. He had to apologize. Do you think Kanye's going to apologize? Yeah, no, he he already did come out with an apology before the stuff started dropping. Uh, he, he had a yeah, he 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 already started his apology tour. Oh, he did. Uh, we'll see how that works out for him. That's that might not go well. <laughs> oh, and I also sent you the 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 Breakfast Club interview thing. But with Kanye, I don't know, man. It I, I definitely get what you mean, and you're 100 percent correct. I think with Kanye, okay, if it was just Adidas and Gap. I wouldn't go that crazy because he's been asking to be out of it and he's been giving them trouble <laughs> for a long time. So I can see why they would be quick to drop him, but the stem and then just Aaron Donald and all that and stuff. I was just kind of like, now y'all kind of dragging it. Now Now y'all kind of taking it's it not about, to a level that I don't think so. I think that that's the game he played. He said this, like, once he did that, from his, and especially he had, he's in a billionaire club. That's an exclusive club, at least for niggas. Oh yeah, you feel me? It's only a, hand, it's only a handful. And so, once he did that, and just in case he sparked some thought from somebody else with some power, like you said, they was said one to show we will destroy you. <laughs> so him losing everything. They fucking closed his school. Even though it's not really a school, they don't really get credits and shit. They closed everything. Bro, <laughs> no, no, it came back. It came back. Oh, they said that it's reopened. It only closed down for an hour. My boy brought it back. <laughs> nah, bro, he probably finding that with the last some of his four hundred million he got left. But <laughs> it's just one of those tough situations. It's like, damn, I don't support what he said, but I understand the point that he was hopefully trying to make. If he was just trying to be an asshole to be an asshole, I'm like, shit, nigga, I ain't going on to some. This is what he meant to do, type shit, like. Yeah, but this is the so so so. What 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 would be a reasonable punishment? I mean, there's 
there's no precedent for it because it doesn't only happens to black people. There's no white counter argument. You feel me? And I think that's what's also tough about it. Like for me, my hardest part in it, it was just like, well, yeah, he gonna get, he gonna, we know that nigga about to get hit. You feel me? That's but fact. it's like, again, if the grounds are hate speech, you know, bringing up shit from the past, et cetera, et cetera, it's tough for me to accept that. It's hard for me. It's like it puts you back in your place. It makes you feel Wale voice hopeless because no matter how much you quote unquote contribute to culture and society and how much money you make, you're not the boss. And I know I've seen people talking about ownership and shit like that. Like there isn't a way in this current system that allows for true black ownership. You will always be answering to somebody else who is not of your ethnic background. That makes sense. You feel me? So it can always be snatched away. Whether it's through nefarious means or you just saying the wrong shit on the wrong day or, you know, doing or in Kanye's case, having a bipolar episode, if that's what he's going to call it, how that's probably how he's going to try to frame it. Use the mental health critics to his his defense. You feel me? But then I mean, he, he did that once before. If he does that a lot again, then Kanye, when you do have a lot episode, we're not going to listen to you. And then you're going to even try to do more outlay of this stuff to be heard. Because like, this was bigger than the last episode that he had when the whole with the whole Trump thing. I'm about to say, but even that, he was going at general white folk. They don't give a fuck. Half of them ain't like Trump. He went at one of the most powerful groups of people in the world. You should have known better. You see how they give it up. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn. So and one thing I know how powerful the, the people are, I'm from Brooklyn. They, they had bonfires. <laughs> they be they be slamming chickens on the floor. They be they have their own hospitals. They have all that. I I I definitely see the power. Oh, and I think like I, I think we just I think I I don't know because it's like once again someone always have to be in this in this society that we in this system that we're in in this country. Someone always gotta suffer while someone else gains. Yeah, man. Like I said, like I said. Hey, but we're not communists. Don't send nothing to this podcast over here. It's not about. <laughs> but, you, and I, but you know what? I also think it's also scary because it's like, yo, freedom of speech, especially when you're adding context to it. Like you're not just saying bullshit rhetoric. Is important, and I think that we like this time period. That was probably the worst thing to come out of cancel culture. The whites got a hold of it, and it's like fuck. <laughs> They could back. They could turn. Gotcha, niggas. Gave us another thing. You gave us cornrows and do rags, and now you, and Nike sneakers. <laughs> now we got cancel culture. Yep. All right. I mean, what 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 time limit we at? That's um, we had like thirty uh, hour, <laughs> almost an hour. Oh yeah, we 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 only talked about two topics. <laughs> All right, let's speed through this quick. Okay. Um, Black Adam movie. Love it. DC got one with this one over here. It was funny. It was great. I just don't like how um, The Rock just came in and started speaking English right after he got summoned when he was speaking a different language. The nigga has magic powers. You think he's not going to be able to communicate? <laughs> no. he li- Okay, spoiler. But he literally got summoned and started speaking English. My nigga, if you, if you saw the movie, you see how he got um, put into the stuff. 
he shouldn't be able to speak English within five point seconds. <laughs> I don't know. I think anything is possible with magic. Disney Channel taught me that. But great movie. DC coming up. Marvel. Y'all need to stop releasing trash out here. The last couple movies y'all released was was eh, it was cool. It was I'm I'm waiting for the Wakanda. I want to see what y'all did with that. But I see I see what y'all got. But DC. They got something with this one, and they got the Shazam movie coming out very soon. The Shazam looking good because making good is in there because you know I love making good, so I'm gonna support her regardless. DC might be on its way. I'm just giving that. That's my quick review. All right, the Lakers trash. I don't know what the fuck going on with the Lakers, man. LeBron eight turnovers last night, bro. Fucking up my fantasy team out here. You feel me? Um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on the Lakers? Uh, we know it wasn't gonna work beforehand. AD just looks like he's not that guy anymore. You know, like I think he had it. He peaked early and flopped. It's flopping late. You know, he got his money, got his ring. I, I I'm hopeful that they could turn it around. I see Braun was subtweeting said they they gonna stop taking me for granted. I'm like, uh oh, here come the Braun trade request. He see what they got in Cleveland. He about to be able to trade everybody. Go get me. <laughs> I'll do it. Shit. Him, Darius Garland, Donovan yeah, Mitchell, Mobley. I think I think they should trade AD. They should trade AD. Because you know what it is? Uh, the talent is there, but it's the mentality. And ta- talent with injury yeah, Not even but even when he's not, you don't see that dog. You don't see a Giannis that's gonna get a bucket by any means necessary. You see a guy that on offense wants to shoot the jumper and since the bubble somehow, some way he left that. I think the Monstars took his jump shot, he left it in Orlando. And Boy, they can't get a three to save their lives at all. And it's just like, yo, I was hopeful that, you know, Russ would figure it out or the new coach would figure it out. They are playing defense. Let's give them that. They got smoked the first game, but the first, the last two, or honestly, I didn't see the minutes of the game last night, but the la- two of the last oh, three, I see that. that shit was trash. Two of the last three, they've been playing defense. They've been in the game. So they just can't catch a basket. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. You add shooting to what they've been trying to do, it could work. But are, I mean, Russ is an expiring deal. If we're not going to make even make the playoffs, I'm not even going to trade him. I'm gonna let his deal expire and get that fifty million off the cap. Keep preserve those two first round picks. AD and one of those first round picks. I mean, if a star becomes disgruntled and wants out, it's there. We can hope, but I think you know what. If you go to a team with stronger leadership or their point guard is their leader, I think AD would bounce back. I think LeBron at this stage is still puts up numbers, but he's not that world-changing player he used to be. And that's where you start to see. Like, you watch understandable. it. Understandable. It's understandable. But there's no other perimeter guy that's going to get him. Because I think if, this was a if you take LeBron off this team as Westbrook and AD, it's like Westbrook lost – four inches of his vertical and lost his game. And it's not mm. a system that's conducive to where he can pound the ball for 35 minutes. So he's going to, his stats look inflated. He, it's a situation where the ball's out of his hand. He realized at this stage in his career, he's not able to play that way. He's never been able to play that way, but it could look good because he could jump 45 inches off the ground. So he catch a lob or something. You feel me? So we can only hope they figure it out. But shout out to me beating you in fantasy last week, though. I had to drop that down. Let's go. Next topic. You barely won over here. What is you this, got what is it saying? What is it saying in the win column? What's my first initial? Anywho, uh, New Rory Mall versus Joe Button Podcast. If you didn't listen, Mall made a slight joke in the episode with Sahai about Joe stealing. 
Joe didn't take offense, didn't like that. So, you know, Joe fired back at them. And then this is what Maul had to say. You want to play that little clip real quick? One second. All right, here we go. Damn, what is it? Oh, here we go. I'm willing to go on your platform, your new show, that still has my blood, sweat, and tears in it. Mm-hmm. Cause everything you and I know that's what pains him. I know that's what pains him. Every time he pay for pussy, that's some of my money. <laughs> every single time he pay for pussy, that's some of my money. Some of your pussy. Every vacation, <laughs> some of your every, pussy. Every, every vacation he take a yeah. chick on, that's some of my money he, mm. he using, and that pains him. The most money he ever made in his life, he made sit next to me. That pains him. I know that pains him. But we had a beautiful thing. It worked. I, I thought so. It all built together. And I, I didn't think it was such a, a hard thing him. to say that we, the three of us built it together. It pains him. <laughs> I didn't know that was such a difficult All that Balenciaga he's wearing, I'm paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> it pains him. It hurts. Every time he thinks he's fresh, he look in the mirror, I paid for well, it. I can assure you, you, I did not buy these Lululemons <laughs> with our corporate card. No, it was no, all no, my no. personal. It's okay. You're my guy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I wanted to talk about this, man, because... I was a big fan of the Joe Button podcast with Rory and Maul. And just to see how that relationship deteriorates the way that it has and that we that they would never come back together and just bro, that just that just sads me. You know, that just, you know, I don't know how I feel about that, bro. Cause especially with Joe and Maul, Joe and Maul been cool for over over a dec like over a decade or so. So for them to be that and then for Maul to to tell the world that hey Joe stole from us. And then to be honest with you, he makes a great case given Joe's back history with business with when he was a rapper. Hold on, you froze my boy. Had, what? You froze. Say what you're saying, you froze, you froze. Oh, I'm saying Joe doesn't really have a great reputation business-wise here. So I can see some validity. And also, Roy and Maul's story about what happened has not changed. And from what I've seen from Joe Button through his I Am Athlete and other podcasts he has done, though the reason why stuff hasn't broke up changes from his side of the story. I'm just sad to see all that happen. Absolutely. Your thoughts? I mean, like I said, you're more ingrained to that shit than me. But like you said, I, I definitely, like you said, the story does change on his side. Was Joe the bigger personality? Yes, but sometimes you strike magic with, you know, your boys. But money changes people. People see a couple dollars and, you know, they don't, they don't, you know, that should go out the window. Especially, especially when you was a rapper and you feel like, and he says it perfect. You cut it out before he said that. Maul said it perfectly. You felt like, you made it made it this far with niggas who didn't put in the work because you know Roy Moore was in nobody's before the podcast and he was a rapper and everything so he kind of felt like hey it's easy for me to feel like I bought this up instead of giving your boys credit for where I got to and I couldn't stand especially when given his you know rap career which didn't get to live up to what he wanted to be due to politics and everything. I can see now that he got the most success out of his, this is his biggest asset. This is what gave him a lot of the, his money and all that. I can see why he's so daily with it, but yeah, once again, 
It's sad. It pains him, and it pains me to see all this goes down. Nah, big facts. All right. Facts. All right. Ashanti clap backs at Irv Gotti. Did you get to hear any of these clips, Slick? Uh, nah, I ain't really. I, I stopped giving a fuck about that situation. Niggas lying on their dick every day. Girls lying on their coochie every day. Everybody lies. Some shot. It's the, I'm, just, I'm, I'm happy though for her. I'm happy. I'm happy that she standing up for herself and giving her side of the story. She was quiet. She, you know what? And I and I respect it even more that she let the shit die down first before and let shit cool over. As you know, as if you didn't know, she sat down with Angie Martinez in her new podcast and kind of explained sort of why she wasn't part of the Murder Inc. document documentary and and what really went on with Irv Gotti. And it sounds like Irv Gotti didn't know. You're nasty, man. Huh? He's a nasty man. Yeah. It's a nasty man. You want to play one clip? Yeah, I got it. Consistently saying to you, you ain't shit. Fuck you. You're not even fucking, fucking loyal. You know, I made you. I did. I made the world want to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Um, he would say, you know, <laughs> He would say, um, you know, niggas want to fuck you because I made you look like that. I made I made you fuckable. In those exact nasty, words. Nasty, nasty. But it's narcissism. Nasty. <laughs> it's all narcissism, bro. It's legit like that idea. Like, yo, she's talented. She was gorgeous before you got with her. You put her out there, sure, but like. She fucking with like you, you and now you forcing like the, the shit about. I think the right I shit I read said something about he said he she wouldn't be able to record if she ain't fuck him or some shit like that. Like, that's nasty work. That's power influence that's using in the wrong way, Bruh. And you over and niggas getting too full of themselves. Absolutely. Now I know you're I know you're a fan of the internet, the group, right? Mm-hmm. Now I didn't know he Steve Lacey was from the internet. But I didn't even know he had the number one song in the country for a minute with Bad Habits. Well, I played that on the pod a couple weeks ago. You don't listen to my shit. That's crazy. No, I don't. <laughs> Love you, bro, but no. Well, apparently, nobody really knows his music because he's been getting into it with fans. And it's been... And the reason why I put this up here is because of all these artists looking for that TikTok viral hit. Not necessarily him. Because he did have he he like I said he was with the internet, he's been in this music industry for a minute, and I don't think he was advocating for his um record to be TikTok viral. But there was like a video I saw recently at one of the concert where all the people only know the snippet from TikTok, oh, the and then I when they tried to get into the verse, it was quiet. And he was trying to act some to sing along, and it looked crazy. Nah, nah, that shit different, boys. <laughs> it looked crazy. They could only sing that some small snippet from TikTok, and the rest of the song they can't. So now, and I can see how he kind of regrets it now because it's kind of like, oh yeah, really respecting my craft, or yeah, really respecting the record because I really like it, or yeah, just like it because it it went TikTok viral now, man. It's it's fast. It's, you know what it is. This music is dope. It's just a matter of, like people want. We we're think about it. I know maybe not for you. You've been you know. You, I ain't gonna say how you get your music, but you know you still 
you still archaic and, and loving to listen to full <laughs> albums and you know owning having the full the full joints and shit like that. But we're being programmed to like shorter and shorter songs. Poland by fucking Lil Yachty is a minute long, and we. It's not about the content. It's not about the content. Listen, what I'm saying. It's a minute long, and we bumped that shit like that shit three and a half minutes. <laughs> we run that shit back to back. I took the walk to Poland. <laughs> I'm telling, but I'm just saying, like we're programmed for that, so you know, most people don't know, and they don't know what he's saying on that shit. It's a minute long, and niggas only know I took the walk to Poland. <laughs> you feel me? So I feel for Steve Lacey as an artist because I think that's one thing. He's like, it's very artistic in his delivery of his music. But that's kind of just the the situation we live in. If you want to hit, because think about it, would Bad Habit have been a hit prior to the TikTok era? No. Would it have even charted prior to the TikTok era? Probably not. Probably it would have been tough. So it's like you got to take the good with the bad in these situations. Unfortunately, damn, we had an hour and some shit. Damn, we we out here, we out here. Damn, I can't even get my, I can't even really do my whole birthday playlist for my guy Drizzy Drake rises. You feel me? Drake stands for do right and do and kill everything. You feel me? If you need to know, you know, his birthday, you know, shout out to my guy 36. I'm I'm glad you didn't retire at 35 the way you said in that track before. Shout out to the GOAT, top two, not two. Fuck Kendrick, fuck J. Cole. They ain't with shit out here. You heard the GOAT. And, and you know, even though I'm kind of upset that he pushed back the album with 21 Savage that was supposed to come out. You know, tomorrow is coming out November 4th. Her loss. You know the fucking vibe. You hear me? And fake Drake, stop dick riding. That's why he sent you a cease and desist letter to stop dick riding my guy over here. How the fuck you having a boxing match looking dusty and dirty and getting your ass knocked the fuck out like that, nigga? Look stupid. You look dumb. Stop it, nigga. You are not Drake. That was powerful. Happy birthday, Drizzy. Feel me? I was going. We was going to do a whole playlist, but hey, we we don't need try and keep you here for too long and shit. Yeah, we got All right, song of the week. Twenty one <laughs> minutes. I don't even know if I'm gonna play two of these. I'm gonna only play two just for time services. So, you want? Eh, y'all know what to do. Y'all know not to listen to this shit on YouTube. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> All right, my first record. I'm gonna play. I've been fucking with this new Jeremiah track. This joint right here is called Changes. Let's get it locked and loaded for you. How am I supposed to miss you every night? How you standing in the rain? How you gonna forget all the things we did? And one argument can change, baby. Changing up the tempo. You've been on my mental. If I could keep you, I would keep it there. We be vibing like you never left, yeah. This dance too much to handle Yeah, but you gave me what I asked for Yeah, cause I told you that I want a space Yeah, but you didn't have to pump the brakes How am I supposed to miss you every night? How you left me standing in the rain? How you gonna forget all the things we did? And one argument that changed Shout out Jeremiah, that shit, that's my shit right now also, going back to that Babyface record, this is simple. Babyface and Coco Jones. Mm-hmm. 
some bangers on the deck you know we get we get we get my little r&b track out the way this is from savannah ray off her new ep wtf For a moment, cherry blossoms left. Only say you love me when you're under me. I spent all my time questioning loyalty. Divorce cuts my whole way more than a lawyer fees. Uh. I tried, I tried a million times. All you ever did was lie. So, what the f is love for? What the f you good for? All right, that was Savannah Ray, WTF. Now, Fredo Bang just released a new album, ULV. Shout out to Fredo Bang. And this is, I'm going to be playing some of these tracks for the next couple episodes. This is Fredo Bang, My Body. Tell us good just off your conversation. Yeah, I'm not stopping till you're mine, baby. Trying to hit you with that nine, baby. Why would we wait? There's only time wasted. She was a good girl, she barely go to club. I, I changed her life, now she like fucking on the thug. Bitch, bad, I'm on the skin, just like dub. I told her she my light, I'm trying to leave it on the bus. Got a bad bitch in my ride. Yes, sir. Rolling on my ride. Yes, sir. And you can see it in her Yes, sir. And she don't ever want another guy. Yes, sir. We ain't gotta make up, yes, sir. We can just cut up, yes, sir. If you want me to be up, yes, sir. Then I'll be up. Yes, my body, your body, my body, your body, my body, your body, my body, your body. That outside dick keeps them all sick. Pass that off, yo. You know I'm joking. You see how he see how he switched it up? He put the New Orleans twist on it.
Fredo Bing's My Body. And then, you know, this song is not new per se. This is off his deluxe album, but he's going to release the visual for it. And this is one of my favorite songs off the deluxe. This is Lil Dirk. Risky. Why you run and got your gun so you gon' let him die? I come from a block, you catch a op, you hit him 20 times. Catch a nigga who you love to slide, we make a shooter cry. Can't be around my dog, I still a risk it, I know zoo a dry. We tell bro, them chill, don't got a speed, it's like a Uber ride. Pull up on my side, I got two tracks, this shit like suicide. Speeding on the E-way off them pills, you don't know who a crash. Back all across the city, you don't know who the gas. Get a switch on me, in case these niggas hating, try to switch on me. Fuck who you is, you try to play them games on show sympathy. Won't hit none of my bros, hoes, them bitches keep on tempting me. My fingers hurt, demon all my ops on, got energy. Bug, bug, bitches macaroni time. Tell my ops to post the shit and they close friends, they all down. All my ops the same, every time they get caught, they ass wine. All that shit y'all say in the booth, the Buddha careers ain't none slime. Every gun I keep on me go da-da-da Ask the ops Every time they see my face, they sugar foot Give me props Gave my block them turkey bags whoop a do Just resign You know shorty ass gon' rob I get you took, nigga Let your seat up, bro Hop out, hit his dome Hop out, get him gone Hop out, do him wrong Just be prepared You on your feet You better not drop your phone Tap that switch Don't use it yeah, that was a little Dirk Risky. All right, that's our song of the week. You ain't even going to stay low. Go listen to our song of the week. Go to Apple Music Playlist. And our amp show is coming very soon, so go check for a lookout for that. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite. Slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome to the TSA, Toxic Service Announcement. No guests this week, even though I know y'all like last week's episode. You feel me? Shout out to Tina Fey. That episode is probably one of my top favorite. Um, But yeah, this week we got some stuff that we wanted to talk about. Now, this first one is slick, you know. You know, one of the usual topics we talked about, Kevin Samuels. It turns out there are some women here that are missing Kevin Samuels over here, man. And this is crazy because as much as as much as few that he calls while he was living, it's kind of crazy that now they're kind of missing him. Uh, he was a very powerful voice in the community, I feel like. It, regardless of whether you agree with him or not, it started a dialogue. It was definitely one of those things where it's like, hey, yeah, maybe I don't like what you're saying, but shit, nigga, I got to argue. Or, hey, this guy's kind of got a point, you know? Wait, hold up. I want you to... I want you to... What happened? Uh-oh. We lost him again, y'all. Bandwidth problems. We ain't paid the bills. What'd you say? I played this clip real quick. First off, let me just say thank y'all. Um, it was a lot of support from the beginning, and I'm not a pick me, but fellas, 
I do have to agree with Kevin Samuels because it hit me yesterday what he was talking about. And even though, y'all, I didn't like how Kevin was talking to women. And at first I was like, what you mean what I bring to the table? I am the table. No, you're not. No, you're not. And that's okay. You, That's okay. Because I have to be honest with myself, y'all. And accountability. And it hurts. It hurts being honest with yourself, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. This is not a pity page, y'all, but accountability hurts. And I know that's the first step. And I realized last night, y'all, I just had a moment. And I'm not one of those people that be crying for the camera and stuff, y'all. But I just had a moment. I was like, bitch, you fucked up. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this slick? (laughs) Oh, wait, let me me say something real quick. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. I do not agree with everything that Kevin Samuels said and also i've been a fan i i i heard about him and watched his shows prior to him being viral and i would like to give him the credit that he was a equally bashing guy for both men and women so for a lot of women think he was just going after black women to be honest with you in his beginning stages it was mostly about men and i the reason why i don't agree with him too much is because he comes from a real traditional old man background but I understand some of his thought process on certain things, and I kind of hated that towards his, towards the end of his career, it was sort of like a gender war between him and black women, and it was sort of just like a, a, a fight to prove who was wrong instead of actually looking to see how we can improve black love sort of thing. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, I mean, I mean, I agree with you. I think that it is tough male or female to really look within oneself and just be like, yeah, nah, I'm fucking up. I think as guys, we are more conditioned to do it. We're always told we're fucking up from sport, from sports. (laughs) We was told we was fucking up (laughs) from from the time you like eight, from the time, from the time you like eight years old and you do something wrong. They telling you, you know, nah, you, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, you're kind of like, yo, I'm, I'm going to do certain things. I'm going to make certain choices. Hopefully, I don't know how to fuck it up. But you're used to hearing that, especially in relationships. You get told guys ain't shit. This is why girls won't want to date and this, that, and this shit. You, you got to, you know, play catch up based off whatever. Girls emotionally develop faster than all that things, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that Kevin Samuels, again, started out with guys. And you mentioned this like 30, 40 episodes ago. He really didn't get popular until he started having those debates with the women that wanted to jump on the show and have those conversations. And he was talking about things from the perspective. It was an old timey perspective, but it was also like, hey, the system that we had is kind of flipped on its head now. Men are being lazy, thinking they deserve bad women. Women are setting unrealistic standards, not expectations. Well, I guess expectations and standards for who they should be with without taking into account their current situation, right? On both ends. Or just the current situation of the world, yeah. to be honest with you. Was, just the, when we when we break down the percentage of the guys who fits that description, you realize it's very a rare commodity. A lot of unicorns out there, that. right? So I think now we're in a position where we feel like well, you know, that voice isn't there, that consistent voice. Other people are trying to fill it, but it's like you got who? What's that? What's the Andrew dude's name? Who be talking crazy? Um, Andrew Tate. Yeah, Andrew now Tate. he's sort of different. He's though. very radical in terms of his thinking. Yeah, he's a little more. Radical I'm saying where it's a lot of people. That, he, it's a lot of yeah. people that's like trying to fill that void, but also or trying to follow that model. I'm like, nah, bro, you just straight up shitting on people. You feel me? 
<laughs> and right. I think that that's the scary part. But I think that's why you can appreciate in hindsight. It's easier to take something time after time once you get a chance to really live with your emotions. I think that when you something does happen, especially as it seems to be currently, when you tell a woman she's wrong or she's doing something that's unbecoming or that you don't like, it's like, you know, initially, it might, you know, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I can do whatever I want until it's like, oh, damn, I had something good. I should have listened. Yeah. Accountability. Because it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard to do self reflection sometimes. Yeah, and it's I, hard because you know you you have to come in terms with your wrongdoing and shame. And you know what? I think this goes perfectly into the second topic that we have with the woman that you sent the video earlier. I did, and that shit spoke truth. It's probably not a really toxic topics today. This this episode not toxic at all. This, we was having a real therapy session this episode. Right, if I came forth from last week, I apologize. We might get back to our toxicity next week. We were told not to breathe last week. We were told to fuck and spend money and barely breathe, and that was it. So if we chose to have to unpack that and think therapeutically about life, I apologize, but I don't. Shout out to Tina. All right, I'm going to play the video. Women have a hard time taking responsibility. We have a hard time being shown ourselves. And I've come to realize that women are very, very prideful. Like men have egos, but women are very prideful. And the reason why we have a hard time being shown who we are is because the opposite of pride is shame. And we don't want to feel that shame because it is very painful. Wow. But let me tell you something. You have nothing to be shameful about simply because you're imperfect. Mm. We are all imperfect. The best gift, one of the best gifts you can give your husband is when he says, babe, this is how I'm feeling. This is this is what I see in you. This is where you can improve. This is the adjustments I think that you can make is to sit back and think about it. Mm. And then say, you know what, babe, I can see where I can do better in that area. Mm. Okay, now I don't want to put this solely on. I hope I hope women don't feel too attacked, but you have to understand where us guys coming from with social media these days. We realize there's no sympathy for us, and I think we're kind of cool with that. Very accepted. A little bit. We got no choice. Women want social media. We want to be funny. You got to just got to take the L. But I think if you listen into this uh, toxic segment, which is not really too toxic, this episode, I hope you really take the time to reflect on certain things because you have to understand from our point of view, and this is why I get a lot of a tug of war battle with us sometimes because as guys, we are trying to listen to you because we're not perfect. I, I don't I hope you ever listen to our podcast or listen to any episode thinking that we oh my god so advocate and guys don't do nothing. No, we do not come from that standpoint. But we try to listen to what y'all what y'all say. Yeah, crit yeah critiques about us and how we can be better. But you know why it's sort of hard to listen sometimes is when we can see that y'all not following. You know, it's like sort of like you not you can't listen to someone who's not doing what they're saying they're doing. Yeah, we, it's the model of like, don't do as I do, do as I say. It's like, what? That doesn't make sense. If we're both adults. <laughs> yeah, I hated that and shit so, as a kid. So what this what this what this woman was saying is is is, is true sometimes because it's kind of like we see it a, a lot of times. It's like yeah, I don't want to get the response, and it's okay. I want to tell you, it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to be imperfect. I think that's 
I don't think there's no problem with that. I'm coming. From, I'm coming from a space of healings. Like I, I feel. I feel the healing vibe. I think maybe what you said earlier in this pod inspired me not to be as toxic as I want as I as I can be usually. Coming from a place of healing, women, it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to make a mistake and understand that you made a mistake. It's okay. You not think of any lower than anything else. I feel like sometimes I feel like yeah, I don't think it's safe enough for you guys to be to make a mistake. So you so there's a lot of pressure for you to be perfect. So then with you being perfect, you try to find any single way to sway a situation into your favor, but not understanding that you, by doing that, you're creating a toxic environment or you're creating a situation that don't need to be created to begin with. So I'm telling you here, not only to accept responsibility, but it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay not to have things and it's okay to make mistakes. We are all human and we are all imperfect. By whatever religion you you, you fall under, it's okay. What's your thoughts? Uh, I think you hit it on the head. I feel like as, as a man in a relationship, I think I'm more so value when you know we can admit you know things are not like not perfect i don't have to worry about oh i think the biggest thing for guys the hardest thing is like yo i'm gonna tell you how i feel and you're gonna get mad about it so mm, now i gotta apologize for me exactly. i gotta apologize for which initially upset me like i was wrong and it creates that precedent or that unfair narrative that yo it create or reinforces i did i didn't you didn't do anything wrong you know and i think that like you said perfection is and we all know our partners are not perfect i think those imperfections and being able to work through them are what really make relationships worth it because if you're mm-hmm. not willing to work through it you're not really meant to be in a relationship with that person so you can't walk through this through life and relationships with kid gloves on like hey this happened i didn't like this i felt this way you might not even understand it but sometimes you might even feel like your partner's tweaking on both sides right but to hear them out and actually make that connection of you know try to see where they're coming from maybe even look at outside resources and like you know don't go to like the friend that's always gonna hype you like that nigga wild like go to somebody people like trying to accountability for in all situations you need to have that you feel me so like you said it perfectly bro like we that is just really just like and the video summarizes it too like that pride and ego men have egos we want our egos stroked right and we will invalidate our relationships to validate our egos right women's have pride and women will validate their pride at the expense of, you know, looking, you know, of, of anything that can cause shame. They will try to, you know, withhold whatever you're holding yep, against them. That's or, a fact. Well, not even say holding against them, but whatever they're doing, whatever action or act that they might be participating in that is making it hard for you to fully engage with them and pretend that, you know, and like, it's like that's where we're at. And I think that's probably the best way to summarize that. It's pride versus ego. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing about it is, also, having pride and having ego is not a bad thing. Just for just for the young listeners, if y'all are listening, it's not a bad thing. But knowing when to use it or when to embrace it and when to know how to pack it up, it's a life lesson and it's a great thing to know. You feel me? Sometimes you can't always lead with your ego and pride because that would just get you in a whirlwind of trouble. And get you a situation that you don't need to be. Yep. So, like I said, men fulfill that ego. Women try to fulfill that. Try to validate that pride, and then you end up in a fuck situation. And it's like, well, it didn't have to 
get here. You know, but we also and then, and that's how certain relationships do not work out because it's kind of like, damn, I let my pride, I let my ego get in the way, and you just kind of like, damn, she was she it was really good. It wasn't really too much problems that we had. It could have been easily a miscommunication, and you realize certain things. And I guess go back to piggyback on what we talked about in the beginning of this episode. Once we able to step away from certain situation and look at it from a different perspective or give ourselves a chance to step back and look at certain things. We realize things can be simply solved. With a conversation? With a conversation. An honest and open conversation. Don't just say what you think somebody wants to hear. Sometimes you have to give them what they need and live with the consequences of them, especially if action is predicated that on both sides. And that's a fact. And also... I, I, that was a perfect way to end it, but I forgot to add more one more thing. And also, how you is is how you say it too. Communicating how you say it because I hate one thing I do hate is the brutally honest type of person. Yeah, that's cool in certain situations, but you can't by just telling her exactly because you know it's, it's sort of like how when a woman tries to get you to do something, there's a way to talk to your partner to get him to do something. And there's a way to talk to your to your other partner just to let them know that you are not you, you didn't appreciate this certain action or appreciate this. It's all about communication and knowing your partner and knowing what triggers them. And then also when they do come for your for certain that you did, do not feel so attacked. You have to still understand that person loves you. And don't feel like you have to be in such a defensive mode. Nigga, we about to charge you niggas right here for therapy session. Come up to the this might not go well therapy session. Me and Slick book, you know, book your appointments now, niggas. We out here. You heard? Whatever, nigga. Anything you want to add? No, it's fine. Let's let them relax now. It's cool. Yeah, we gave y'all, you know, next week we might get talks again. Fuck it. You feel me? We gave y'all some good shit. Hopefully I get some good lessons out of it. Like I said, this podcast is about righteousness and ratchetness. So you might get a little bit of both or might get one or the other. But anyways, I'm the host with the most. B-Breeze, a.k.a. Poppy Size Zone. It's your boy Slick Grayson. Y'all be great and we'll see y'all next week. Take out. Just take the beats. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.